moment. Here we go. I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a double one time drop. Wines and Dolls, a Four. musical podcast where we talk about musicals. A I musical podcast where we talk, talk about, about musicals. Music. But we don't just talk about musicals. We get a little drunk. Well, we meant to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Now I'm drinking like alcoholic alternatives, I feel like. You are because you're trying to be healthy and stuff. Well, I'm trying to, I don't know, alcohol just. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just trying to cope with life. You're trying to... <laughs> it's not healthy, Chelsea. Yay! Healthy. Not healthy. Healthy decisions. Uh, I'm Emily. I'm Chelsea. This is Chelsea in my beautiful kitchen still. <laughs> like they do in Last Podcast and Loud. I don't know. It just makes me laugh. So anyway, we haven't gotten to do this in a long time. Nope. We are doing a listener episode today. Yep. Because it is the fifth month of June. Wow. I was gonna let you finish just because I I wanted to see fifth month fifth Thursday where you were fifth going with something. it fifth Thursday it's a fifth fifth Thursday. month of June we will not of ever June. be getting out of June <laughs> <laughs> we've been I've been drinking it went January to June and that was just what truly, happened truly truly so fifth fifth Thursday equals a bonus episode technically yeah. So we had talked listener about some ideas. We have some. We have some listener soda ideas. We have. We like listener yeah. sods. We wanted to bring them back. So this is us bringing them back. Yeah. But first, hey Emily. Oh fuck! <laughs> I did it. Hey Chelsea. Hey, what's drinking? Hoplark. Yum. It's the same thing I was drinking last week. Do we have? I'm a, drinking the calm one. Do we have a special code for them yet? Uh, since like an hour ago, no. Um, they don't know that. <laughs> no, it's a st- still the same like weird code and that they sent me. And you can go to our link and if that, if, if it that. is correct and it's if it works, I will post it. Yeah, you can you can try it yourself, y'all. It Just will be fine. Go to our go to our all the things. Go to our Instagram. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Go to okay. our website. You'll get to try it. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Owl's Brew Boozy Tea. Same it's thing as last week. Pineapple and black tea. Yeah, same thing as last week. It's a little warmer now. It's fine. <laughs> it's hot outside. It's like an index of 107. God, it's super cool. just took all of that and I was like, I hate everything. <gasps> Life is terrible. Hey, Chelsea. Damn it. Hey, Emily. <laughs> what are you whining about? I'm going to give you a sparkling wine. Thank God. That's right. So last week I talked about camp and how it's sucking the life out of me. Uh, we are batch recording today, so I'm hoping that by the time this episode airs, I will be done with camp and it will have been a great success. I'll get close to the end of camp at least, and it will have been a great success. And I won't be whining anymore about camp. But in this whole <laughs> camp process... We'll find something else to whine about. Oh, I have several things. Thanks. In this economy, yeah, I can whine all day, <laughs> all day. So uh, the climate of this economy. <laughs> so within all of this camp stuff that we're we're doing at HGO this year, um, which has been really great, it's been cool to see somebody else take over the camp that I've been used to leading for the past decade. She's done an amazing job. Go Julie, woot woot. Um, 
That Julie, yeah. My Julie? Your Julie. Oh, Our Julie. Our Julie. She was my Julie first. Well, no, because I've known her for longer. How long have you known her? I don't know. I've known her for seven years. Oh, I've known her for seven and a half. I don't believe you. I know you don't. <laughs> Actually, I don't know when I met Julie, but we've been teaching artists together for a while. So, yeah, Julie took over camp, and it's really great to see that succeeding without me teaching it. I have to teach something else, but I'm not teaching the hard part. I'm just doing the fun crafting stuff. But we're mm-hmm. also, this the first week of camp, we had a collaboration with AFA at the Kinder HSPDA location, and our staff, we exchanged, like, they got our staff to come and do master classes and diction classes and stuff like that um, for free on them, and we got their composer for free, and we've done, like, all this collaborative stuff all summer. Um, but I was one of the staff members that had to go do a master class and it was just another part of my day. And I was like, Oh God, I was, I was so negative about it on that day. Cause I had all this stuff to do. The coordinator is out of town. And then Josh Gad didn't even show up. And then Josh Gad didn't even show up. That's a throwback, that's Emily. A throwback. That's an old throwback. Wow. To a master class that Josh Gad was supposed to come to and then no, he didn't. No, it wasn't a master class. It was, it was the speech and debate. Like, oh, okay. We well, at the tournament, he was supposed to come and have dinner with us. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't, neither here nor there. So, and he didn't even show up. So anyway, I go to do this master class and it's a group of 17 high school students and they're all of varying age level, age, ages and like levels of singing and some of them do classical and some of them do musical theater and I don't know yet and I'm kind of nervous because it's been a long time since I've taught students classically and it's I don't think I've ever been in a master class situation outside of like hits theater where I'm just giving voice lessons you know a one-on-one kind of situation so I was like oh my god I'm gonna give everybody the same advice they're all gonna think I'm stupid this is gonna be awful well you don't have to give them the advice for that wow (laughs) rude no but Uh, The first one got up. I was taking notes. I was timing them. I was doing a good job because they were telling me like consistently everybody else was running late into their other classes. And I'm like, I will time y'all. So I did. And it was great. Um, And each of them, as they got up, I realized I had different information to give to every one of them. I had good information to give. And each of them were responding really well to it. And I was like, oh, I I remember liking teaching. I remember this. I'm good at this. This is nice. And then at the end of the master class, all of them who were like little tiny mice had actually projected to the the back of the room. I could hear what they were doing. They did what I asked them to do. And these little babies turned into confident looking adults. And it was like, oh my God. little tiny mice turned into beautiful butterflies. Beautiful butterflies. And they floated about. (laughs) No, but it was, I actually... I did such a good job with timing it and making sure that everybody got the same amount of time that we got through with the class with like five minutes to spare. And I was like, hey, do y'all have questions for me? I told you a little bit about me at the front of class. Um, I'm happy to answer any more questions if you have them. And they're like, how do we spell your name? And are you on Instagram? And like, do you teach anymore? And like, like, how do we get in? I was like, "Um, yes, you're welcome to reach out to me. And I gave them my, my work email. Okay. And I'm like, if you're looking for a voice teacher, I don't do that anymore, but I know plenty and I can hook you up with an acting coach or a voice teacher or whatever you need. And they were just so sweet. And I had such a great time with them. It was, it was the most positive thing to come out of something that I thought was going to be really awful. So I'm expecting many a new 
acting student. If anybody comes to me, I haven't heard from anybody yet. Mm. But anyway, hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What you whining about? I'm not sure. Ha, you had what this and whole I'm whining thing. About. Oh, I was, I, was, I was looking off into the abyss as you spoke, <laughs> thinking about, wow, I'm really tired. Yeah, same. Um, and I don't want a negative whine, but I do. That's really the only thing I can think of. Talk about it's too darn hot. Well, it's too darn hot to do uh, ghost tours right now, mm-hmm. but that was what I did all this weekend, and I'm like, wow, why am I so goddamn tired? I wonder. And I just remembered I did two ghost tours two nights in a row, and one of those was... <laughs> Are you going to tell the whole story? No, I'm not going to tell the whole oh, story, yeah, but like it. the whole... the I mean, we we're. I was told one thing, and then I was like, when they got there, it was another thing, and then on top of that... I was like, well, we're going to start at this time. They're like, no, we're not supposed to start until this time. And I'm like, what? what? Ha- what's going on? <laughs> Why the fuck? And I reached out and they were like, I don't know. And so anyways, but that went five ever. And ultimately how the night ended was my keys got locked inside a bar. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, I wasn't even drunk. I was stone cold sober and my keys got locked inside a bar. She's just stone cold forgetful. Oh, no. You know what? That was, it was, I, (laughs) one of the bartenders, I, okay, actually I didn't tell you this part and I'm going to, I'm going to tell this story because it was actually, it was, it was like the epitome of angry Emily. So on this day that this was all happening, um, I had messaged one of the bartenders at our last stop that I wanted French fries. After the tour, I was going to need French fries after the tour. I'm going to have to have French fries after the tour. I had budgeted French fries French in fries? my diet. I was like, I want French fries. But from where? From our last stop. And I'm like, so make sure you put in an order for French fries. And then when I get there before the tour, I'm like, hey, I'm going to need French fries after the tour. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you'll get you your order the French fries. We'll get you order the French fries. Now their kitchen closes at 11. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing was going late. I get there at 11.05. Oh. Well, I had told them before the tour that I was going to need French fries. But they close at 11. Or the... The, the, the kitchen does. Kitchen does. But okay. don't you think after I told this person four times throughout the day and they already had a tab open for me that they could have maybe like ordered French fries for me? And especially since they're my friend. But they're not super busy or anything on a Saturday night they, at a bar? Okay, I'm going to get... Stop. <laughs> Stop. Now I'm going to slap you. Um, well, I get in there, and I'm like, is the kitchen still open? No. Well, did you order my french fries? Fuck. What did I tell you at one o'clock this afternoon? What did I tell you before I left? That I was going to need goddamn french fries. So I was starving, Aww. and then my keys got locked in said bar because that same bartender had taken my keys and put them behind the bar because they fell out of my bag. And I had said when they did it, because I saw them put them back there, I go, make sure I don't forget those. You'll remember Halloween when I forgot my jacket and I don't want to get all the way home and forget my stuff. But now my car keys, my house keys are connected. So I didn't have either. Cool. I had to wait till the next morning to get them. Emily slept so, in the hallway. Now I'll, I got to ride home and I have, I'm a smart realtor. Who, who is very resourceful, but I was very, very angry. And so I think that's why I'm so tired. 
That sounds for like a good reason to be tired. Yeah. Poor one of our friends was with me when this was all happening and she saw me like have the mental like snap Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. one o'clock in the morning. Yep. Like the literal, there was a, a, like there was a loud snap that happened and everyone heard it. What the (laughs) fuck? Yeah. (laughs) So that was, that's what I'm whining about. That sounds fun. I had a little snap too earlier in the month. I went on a walk in anger. I kicked a tree and I walked right into a bar. That was last night. That, <laughs> no, that was earlier in the month, Emily. Which I was, which, I told you the story. I didn't tell yeah. them the story. Yeah. It was like last night. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I had a, yesterday was great. I had a, I had a great yesterday. Yeah, I thought it was- hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. I want to hear what our listeners have to say. I'm tired of our of us. Yeah, we're boring. I want to. I mean, Boo I'm not. I can't us. be tired of your voice, but Boo I want to hear us. someone else's voice through yeah. yours. So I had promised this earlier in the month. We had a, a fan. Thank you, fan mail, fan mail. They, Yay! They reached out to us. It was like right around the time I was like, oh god, maybe we should just like call it quits. It's been two years, and then like in my brain, and then this popped up, and I'm like. Aww, sweet. People do listen to us. <laughs> People and, uh, do listen to us. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. The one, the one or two of you out there. So this is actually entitled "Hello from Ohio!" Exclamation point. From, Hello from Ohio. From Jamie. Hello, Jamie. She says, "Hi, ladies. My name is Jamie. She, hers. Thank you for normalizing pronouns." Hmm. And I am an avid WND listener from Ohio. Yes, Tick Tick Boom and Jonathan Larson. Yes, yes, because that was our that was, yeah, well, like some, April theme. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was our April theme. I began per- performing at the age of ten and wanted to share with you the impact that musical theater has had on my life. I love these kind of stories. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. So she says. I live with spastic hemiplegic cerebral palsy. Oh my God, I said it right. Yay. Um, and she <laughs> says, let, We'll let the audience be the we'll judge of that. We'll let the audience be the judge of that. Uh, she says, Think of the main character on Netflix's special, which I haven't watched yet, but I will now. And I found the stage, and I found the stage in fourth grade. By that time, it was a given in my family that I wasn't going to play baseball or dance ballet. But every kid has to have a thing, right? So I took a theater class. And the program directly promptly informed my mom that I needed to be on stage fast. And that is capitalized. The program director. What did I say? Di- direct, program directly promptly. Direct. I'm sorry. I've I mean, been that's drinking. All okay. the same. <laughs> so the program director put her on stage like fast. Yes. So five months later, I was cast in the chorus of a local youth conservatory production of Fiddler on the Roof. Holla. <laughs> Tradition. Tradition. I love Fiddler. Tradition. And uh, that was in 1998. I am old, friends. Um, girl, you ain't old. Mm-hmm. 1998. Come on now. <laughs> I uh, was five. And she says, I haven't looked back since then. I spent the next five years absorbing everything I could about being on stage and graduated the program, graduated, uh, at the end of eighth grade in 2003. I want to point out, in 2003, I was in high school... As a sophomore, so I am older than you. You are not old because that would make me old. Okay, Jamie? Okay. Actually, Thanks. at the end of eighth grade in 2003, yeah. I was in second grade was 2000. Get out of here. 
go away. 2001, 2000, 2003. So I was like, I was in fifth grade. Emily. Right? So you're only a couple of years older than I am. Mm-hmm. You're the happy medium between me and Chelsea. The happy medium. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she goes on to say, I performed through high school <clears throat> and am an active performer in my local community theater scene where I typically do about four shows a season. I'm oh Wow, gosh. that's a lot. I'm so jelly. I am jelly oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, I want to go to Ohio. Oh, I want to do more shows. So she says, I'm also a private voice and acting study with a music I am a pro I am also in sorry Jamie I'm also in private voice and acting study with a musical theater alum of CCM at the University of Cincinnati which has afforded me so many opportunities CCM we love CCM y'all that is a hardcore program oh my god yes I applied in my undergrad I tried to get there for for my masters I did not get in Christy went there Altamore Altamore Yeah, yeah yeah it's a great program in 2017, in an effort to pay it forward and honor the people who had taught me, of one of whom is now my best friend, I began working in youth theater. That's where it's at, girl. You you both know this, but there truly is nothing like being an, a teaching artist. Act, literally, that was my that was my wine today. That was my sparkling wine. <laughs> yep. There's camp. Camp. I hate being in administration, but oh, God, I love teaching. It's so fun. I've had the honor of working with over 200 kids, both virtually and in person, and I specialize in working with artists who are disabled. Actually, girl, we got to talk because uh, I'm interested in in this a lot. I would I want to I want to talk to you, Jamie, including autism, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, and many other diagnoses, as well as beginning young. Uh, she also works with beginning young performers. It is a huge source of my joy, and yes, there have been. There have been kids of mine who go on to school for theater. Aw, that's so sweet. And she ends this by saying, just so you don't think I'm totally blowing smoke up your butts, here's a YouTube of one of my pieces I'm proudest of. This is Get Out and Stay Out from 9 to 5 from November 2019. It's really sweet. And she's, she's got this this whole um, YouTube, YouTube link that she sent to us from nine to five where she's, she's doing a little recital and it's actually, it's really good. Maybe we'll post it somewhere. It's, it's really cute. I'll ask her. Oh yeah. We'll ask her if we can post it. And she signs off all love from Ohio, Jamie with a heart. With the, with the, with the less than heart. three. Yeah. Thank you, Thank Jamie. You, Jamie. That's so sweet. And you just made our our entire month. So I was like, it's been making my month for the last making, since like I know, I think, May. <laughs> I know. I was having a really bad day and then that came in and I was like, oh, I'm having a much better day but today. My day got much better. Much better. In this economy, this made my day much better. <laughs> Oh, Where's thanks, Jamie. From? I don't know. In this economy? In this economy? The just all the time. In this economy? Just all the time. Um, and I, I will go on to say, I responded, and I was like, thank you so much. This is amazing. And she's like, thank you so much for responding. Wow. <laughs> yes, please feel free to share this story. She's just so excited. We do respond to people, we I do. like to think. Yeah, no, we totally respond. But like, like if you think that we're famous or something, you're wrong. But you may no, so totally. <laughs> Everyone knows who I am. Shut and up. That's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> oh, you work with Emily. Oh, I'm um, she's so the mouthy sorry. one. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's 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 our first listener sode. 
story and I love it. It's so sweet. Thank you so much, Jamie, for getting us off to a great start on our first listener sewed back after many, many moons. Many moons. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. You got another one for I me? I do. All right, story number back. two. Story number two. Okay, this comes from one of friends. Now, they didn't tell me if they wanted to be anonymous or not, but we are going to use the voice recording, and I was given permission for that. Yeah. So I'm going to play it, and it's going to be great. Hi, this is for Wines and Dolls, the post you just made. Um, it was during... <laughs> It was during a show at Prohibition. It was, I think it was our Halloween show. And our lingerie underneath was very, like, had lots of, like, fringe. But, like, fringe that swooped and stuff. And, like, had, like, lots of, like, not buttons, but, like, metal details. And we had, like, these big trench coats over them. And we had to take them off in a very fast manner. And I got stuck on it. Like, really bad stuck. Like, ran off stage, got stuck, and, like, had somebody in the dressing room unhook me from it and ran back up on stage and waited for the perfect moment to, like, get back into what was going on. And I quite literally, like, baseball slid, like, on my, like, side of my knees back (gasps) into it. No! Out! Like, we did, like, a bridge thing. Um, so you're like laying on your back and like we throw our hands down and lift our hips up to the sky. And I like slid and just like hit it. And I was like, <laughs> we were talking about it for days to come because it was so funny that I just was like, I disappeared and then I just popped back out out of nowhere and was like ready to go. It was very entertaining. Oh, that reminds me of Dante's story. Uh, which one was the, Dante's story? The gypsy one where she like, she, <gasps> like her yeah, her her she had a bra. bra no, she like, had a bra stuck on her on her leg, and she just like flung it on. Anyway, I do that's remember hilarious. that. Yeah, no. So I've worked I worked at that place too as a children's performer, and like if you want to talk about kind of campy on like how to get the performance going, yeah, it was beautiful like watching the stage, but the stuff that actually happened backstage was all over the place. Oh my gosh. because <laughs> the the backstage area is so small yeah like it's so narrow you had to like you couldn't walk two people like beside each other it had to be one person Mm -hmm. um and there and that's where they had all their like furniture too so there was like a couch back there and so and if you walked behind the couch like your butt was up against the brick oh my god and now so i'm like i can only imagine i'm like oh gosh and you like if you slid i always felt so bad for the performers because if you had a slide on the stage, like you would get a splinter. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! Uh, good times. Good times. Oh gosh, yes, the Halloween shows at Prohibition. Aww. Prohibition was so cute. I miss it. Oh, it wasn't cute. It was sexy. It was sexy. I, it looked like fun. Oh well, now Hamburger Mary's is there. <gasps> it's in that space. It's in that space. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So my my friend Jessica at the opera, she was telling me that a hamburger Mary's was coming in like right down the street from yeah. us, and we should totally go to lunch sometime. I'm like, I would die to see drag queens on my lunch break. Yeah. Yes. It's at Prohibition. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. That's right down the street, and it's haunted. Yeah. No, I knew that. Yeah. Psh, duh. It's super haunted. Oh, I can't wait for drag queens to tell us stories about Prohibition and. Like the haunted stories, all the haunted stories. All I know, the haunted right? drag stories. That's what I'm excited about I too. Live for it because I had lots of ghost experiences there when I was there. Yeah, I bet you did. Um, naturally, they're naturally. told on a ghost tour now. Naturally, 
Okay, well, I have one more story for you. Okay, and then I'm going to tell a story. And then you're going to wrap us up tonight. Yes. Yes. Okay, so this story came from, I did not ask them if they want to be anonymous either, so I'm just going to assume they do. Yeah. I need to start asking people. When I start getting things on social media, I'm like, God, please. Yes, I posted this morning that I needed stories, and y'all came through. Thank you. I'm like, thank you so much. And if your story wasn't played today, that that means it'll be on the next one. Yeah, no, we're we're banking them because we want to use them. We want to have more of these. (laughs) So I'm like, don't, like, yes, like, when you send us one, it goes into a very special place, and we come back and read them later. And so we just ran out. And so I'm very excited for all these. Yay. Okay. So this one comes from, um, they are in, they are a lighting designer. I'm pretty sure. Or sound design. Sound design? Lighting design? I don't know. This I don't know. I worked with them, but they also worked with me at Prohibition. Cool. Okay. So this is what they say. A musical I worked on in college, when I was still itty bitty, ooh, it was Anything Goes. It starts out in a chill bar scene. Then the bar goes away and the curtain flies out to see the grand image of a ship getting ready to sail away. The bar was made out of two pieces. The bar itself was on a wagon that just wheeled on and off. But the back of the bar was on the fly rail. And it had some shelves on it that had some empty bottles of alcohol that the scenic crew had adhered with a glue gun. LOL. (laughs) that's what they say well on the final invited dress the director started the show with the usual announcement that if something weird happens we may stop the show but hopefully it won't the announcement we always hear but hope never happens lol (laughs) it's like he jinxed it (laughs) (laughs) well when the bar scene ended the wagon went off and the bar wall flew out but it bumped one of the lighting electrics and a bottle fell or the bottle falls and shatters on stage. Then everyone enters for a huge opening number and another falls and shatters. Then one falls and rolls away and one even fell and rolled into the orchestra pit that thankfully had a rope net over, uh, had a rope net over to catch things for a little bit. The show kept going. Some of the chorus came on in their ship crew costumes and the scene shot brooms trying to suddenly sweep all the glass up in formation with their cheesy musical theater grits. <laughs> so they're coming out with their brooms being like, anything goes. <laughs> Getting all their fake alcohol <laughs> bottles that are like flying. Oh, and no. they have like the, the hot glue guns still on it. Gross. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Singers barely missed a beat when this was all happening. The director eventually called a hold and got the crew to take care of all the glass. There was even a slapstick moment where the director called a hold. And after a few moments, we saw one of the actors who played part of the comedic duo, I think, open the lid to the box he was hiding in on stage and snuck out in front of the audience. It was terrifying, hilarious, and indicative of the craziness of live theater. I was in the audience when it happened fucking anxious as hell while all the old shits in the, in the audience were talking about all the cool effects of the bottles raining on the ship. <laughs> uh, Elfin. I hope this is the kind of thing you were looking for. We did end up continuing the show once everything was cleaned up. Oh, I will wrap up. Oh, thank you. We love a good mistakes in the show kind of experience. Like dress rehearsal. Like, yes. So they glue gunned. They glue gun glass bottles to a set piece that was going to fly. 
<laughs> I'm like, uh-huh, let's see, let's see, let's see How's how long this, gonna this go? lasts, let's see, let's just, we'll be fine, we'll that's fine. Uh, I love the old, the old timers, the old shits, as they the put it, shits. the old shits, as they put it, they were like, yeah, the old shits were loving that effect, oh my gosh, can you imagine, I think <gasps> I would, I don't, <sighs> I'm just, the whole, the image I have in my head for anything goes, I don't know what the number, the opening number is, um, but dun, 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 I think that's a it's later. It's like intermission song. Oh, I don't know. We need to cover anything goes. Did we not yet? No. Nope. Oh shit! It's been on our oh, list of shit. things to do. Oh shit! Fuck that. I love it. It's my that. mom was in Anything Goes when she was in high school. Aww. I know. <sighs> okay, you ready for this last story? Yes, please. Okay. So this one, I'm going to say who this comes from because it was on Facebook and it's public for everybody. It's on my Facebook. (laughs) So this comes from my beloved director, Megan Hakes Booth. I love you. I love you. I love you. Miss Megan. Miss Megan. Miss Megan. I love her so much. She was actually my last director before COVID. That was the last, that was the last show I did. What show did you do? Flat Stanley. Aww. At, at Main Street. Oh, duh. Yeah. Okay, I read. I half read this story. That was the show that, that was the last show that I was in, was Flat Stanley in 2019, um, right? Was it 19? 2000, March of 2019, no, two, March of 2020. 2020 is when everything shut down. Yeah, this show was supposed to close in April, and it closed in March, So, huh. which sucked. We yeah. got, we got like a month into shows, and then it closed. Um, and I love this cast. It was it was amazing. So and Megan was great. Everything was wonderful. I loved working on this show. So Megan says, "Okay," and she she set it up like, um, "Can I tell the how about a happy accident during a rehearsal with Taylor Stonecipher and Chelsea Lerner?" And Emily's like, "Yes, I need to hear this story, please." So <laughs> Megan goes on to write, "Okay, so we were rehearsing for Flat Stanley a few years ago with Main Street Theater for Youth." The basic story was that Flat Stanley went around the world and he experienced many cultures. There was a scene where we went to the Louvre. The Louvre. The Louvre. Which is closed on Tuesdays, by the way, if anyone was curious. I didn't I Every time I tried to go, it was a Tuesday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or did you go during their nap time? It was Tuesday. Okay, it's closed (laughs) on Tuesdays. Their nap time is Tuesdays. So... Uh, Flat Stanley interacts with famous paintings in the Louvre, like the Mona Lisa. And so I was the Mona Lisa. Naturally. Naturally. And Talon was, um, oh my God, uh, Napoleon. He was a portrait of Napoleon. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was Italian. He was French. And as, as he interacts with the famous paintings, uh, I'm sorry, he, he interacts with us. He was supposed to interact with us, and we're, we're dressed like these characters. So Chelsea and Talon represented those famous paintings. Both of them have classical training voices and extensive background in opera. And we told her that. We were just shooting the shit one day, and we were like, yeah, we both sing opera. Um, and we were just we were playing around with our operatic voices, and she was like, huh, I can use that. So in comes Flat Stanley. Talon does an extremely vocal reaction to something Fl- Flat Stanley does. He's like, <laughs> and Flat Stanley was played by Scott Lupton. Oh, we talked about him we last week. We just talked about him last week. Because of Talon's reaction, and this was in dress rehearsal, because of Talon's reaction, I encouraged Chelsea and Talon to do all kinds of different vocalises through the entire show. 
So the whole scene turned into them fully embracing their vocal training and doing all kinds of hilarious vocal work. And the audience loved it every second of what they did. And I'll go in to say how we ended up using this was really like slapstick comedy funny. We did like, you know, the power of three. Um, uh, naturally. The There's Stanley that comes on stage and we talk with him because he's a kid. Like we we don't try to pretend like we're paintings at that point. We pretend we go back into You're painting. You're from Harry Potter. Yeah, no, it really is. <laughs> yeah. So like we go back to painting and format and we don't talk to the adults in the in the room whenever they come in. So the Louvre, um, the overseer of the Louvre, he was played by Daniel Hicks. And every time Daniel came in, we had to go back into position. We couldn't talk to Daniel and he had to see that we were You were toy storying it. We were toy storying it, yeah. So every time he turned back to leave he was like what did I just hear and we're like I was singing quando menvo which is an Italian aria and he was singing a French aria because of who we are yeah and so we and it wasn't just us singing we were fighting with each other yeah like we were opera sing fighting at each other because I'm like I'm better than you and he's like no I'm better I'm like anyway so we just went at each other in opera and Daniel walks on stage and we go back to being paintings as soon as he turns around, he's like, that was weird. Turns around and walks off. And we go right back to opera singing. Do that three times. And it was just that slapstick funny moment. And it was not written in the show. The show was too long, but we kept it in anyway. Because <laughs> that was so funny. And the audience just fucking loved it. They ate it up. Well, because it's also mostly accurate, right? Yeah. Well, unless the operas were older than or younger than the paintings. But uh, at the end of the day... No, the operas are older. They could have learned it from somebody walking through the Louvre. Because they... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or Mona Lisa was humming it and no one knew that until yeah. they saw the show. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what happened. Was. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <sighs> that's so, so cute. That was... It was fun. I, I enjoyed Megan's directing style because she was one of those directors that... Um, and I've talked about Megan. I've, I stand Megan um, like tenfold. I've talked about her on Wines and Dolls before. Um, but she's one of those directors that lets you do your thing. She'll suggest some stuff and she'll say, why don't you go stand over there? But how do you get there? Kind of moments, you know, she'll just let you, she'll let the actors do their thing. And she's wonderful. She's a really great, she's really great at making people who are not dancers feel like dancers. Thanks, Aww. Megan. I miss you, Megan. Come Megan, back. you're so cool. Megan doesn't live in Texas anymore. Aww. But you know what she is doing? Okay, if you doing? go follow Megan Hakes Booth on Facebook and stuff or Instagram. She is writing a, a what is it called? A graphic novel right now. She, oh, She and her husband, so cool. they traveled the United States coming up with, with as she was sketching out different places in, in the United States uh, for inspiration for her graphic novel. It's really exciting. That's so cute. Yeah. She's going to be like fun home. Yeah. But hopefully no one dies. But hopefully no one. I don't think anybody's going to die. Did anyone die? Someone dies in I don't, fun home, right? Yeah, uh, yeah the home. father. Yeah, the father dies. I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm so but excited anyway. about that. That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah, we love you, Megan. Mm-hmm. Miss Megan. Miss mm-hmm. Megan. So anyway, that's uh those are our those are our listeners. Thanks for submitting stories. If you have if you submitted a story we didn't get to it this week, I'm sure we will get to it very soon. We wanna bring these back monthly, but um, for now stories. we need more stories, we need more time. And you can see there's a link in our um, Instagram link tree for stories. You can go there. Or if you're on Facebook, it is pinned 
the story submission thing is pinned up top. Or you can, if you're on our website, there is like a form on the website that yeah. just says submit. Or if you have our phone numbers, you can text it to you us. Text and it to give us. Give us a voice memo. Send it through Facebook. In- send it through Instagram. Instagram. You can send it to Wines and Dolls yeah. on Instagram. It's totally good. Yeah, totally cool. Totally good. Totally. Totally fine. Totally. You know who's also totally fine? Totally fine or totally fine? I mean, like, totally fine. 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 Probably our patrons. Our patrons are pretty fine. Hell yeah. They're fine, like, in a good way, not a, like a, you look fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. How's this dress? I just spent so much money on it. It's fine. God, I hate that. Ugh, it pisses fine. me off. It's fine. Uh, well, we love our patrons. You don't piss me off. So yeah. thank you so much for patrons for um, hanging out with us on the YouTube where you saw Chelsea covering her eyeballs uh, <laughs> from the sun sure. that came straight at her. Oh, Lordy. That's where you sit. That's where you get. Yeah, it was in your eyes, too. It was half in my eyes, point. but I got to, like, look at you. Uh, if you would like to join our patrons for extra content and other stuff, you can join them at Wines and Dolls or at patreon.com slash Wines and Dolls. We also have a link on our website, winesanddolls.com, but patreon.com slash Wines and Dolls. But if you'd like to support us in other ways, you can subscribe anywhere you're listening to this episode. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can press the... That was so quiet. I'm glad you liked it. I'm like, I'm looking at the peaks that don't exist. See, somehow that was louder. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please leave us a review. We would really appreciate that. Yeah. And again, you can always email us at winesanddolls at gmail.com. Anything you want. We're around. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. And you can find all of our links at winesanddolls.com and follow us on social media. That helps us out at Wines and Dolls. Yeah. That would be fab. Yeah. And with that. I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been. Listener Sewed. Wine. And.